0: Good afternoon, America. Welcome to the Dean's List. I'm Dean Bowen. You're listening to America Out Loud talk radio, and I hope all of you were able to hear uh, Pulse this week with uh, Malcolm and McCullough. I think that was Wednesday's Pulse. If you've not heard it, please go pull it up. Go to whatever podcast you listen to and, um, and listen to it because the information that they provide is, it's stunning. It is mind blowing. Uh, You know, so McCullough is part of this group of, of, of experts, part of this, this group of, of, of doctors and and researchers and men and women who know what they're talking about. And they've, they've produced this, this paper with, uh, I think McCullough said over over 300 sources peer reviewed up the wazoo. Is that a thing? Yeah. All right. So it's yeah, you know. But but regardless, this platform that they published the paper on the pap the the platform has retracted it. I I don't remember the name of the platform. You're going to have to go back and listen to it. I should have been taking notes as I'm listening. I'm just thinking, holy cow. This is just, I mean, this is unbelievable. What I'm hearing right now is unbelievable. The reasons that the platform gave for retracting McCullough's paper and, and others. McCullough et al. I mean, he's he's one of the, the the senior senior individuals on the paper. He I don't think he's listed as the lead author, but he's he's one of the senior guys. And the, the paper is about the the ineffectiveness of the vaccines, I, and it's and and this platform that they've 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 put it on has retracted it, and the reason is okay, and and you can hear Malcolm and McCullough talk about this, this the, this platform. McCullough said, "Normally, on average, we'll get about twenty-seven hundred. You know, if they put a paper on there, normally about twenty-seven hundred downloads and reads in a year. Okay, this paper that they've put on has, has been up there for about a month, and it's already had, I think he said, over three hundred thousand downloads and reads. All right, this thing is 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 rocking the world. The information, the peer-reviewed information." The, the, the sourced information that these knowledgeable men and women I I don't know uh, who the authors are I'm assuming that there's men and women but but they they know what they're talking about and they put this paper out and it's it's rocking the world uh, people are are downloading it they're reading it they're they're learning the truth about the the vaccines and the lie of of vaccines being safe and effective and this platform has decided we got to pull this down i mean we can't have this we can't have this information out there and uh mccullough cites the, the you know the guy who's pulled it down I, I don't remember his name again you're gonna have to go back and listen to the podcast uh, and he the, the, mccullough says that the, the guy has he, he's not a doctor He's not, you know, he's never published anything, but uh, but apparently he's the one in charge, and he's made this decision that you know this this paper has to come down. This information is cannot be available to the public. The public cannot know the truth that's in this paper that vaccines are safe and effective. Uh, uh, you know that's that, that's the message that that this. Uh, the, the this other group wants the public to hear this other group doesn't want the public to hear the truth. The truth that McCullough and and his you know his colleagues are presenting to the world. and it's the truth that people are interested in hearing and knowing. That's why three hundred thousand reads and downloads in a span of thirty days, and they've got to pull this off. All right. So what do I bring this up? I bring it up because, you know, for days we've been talking about truth being in short supply. And right now we're we're watching this happen in in real time and we're seeing why truth is in short supply because truth is being suppressed. It doesn't matter what the truth is. There is a, a full court press on to suppress the truth. A full court press to suppress the truth. Okay, you have you have good guys versus bad guys here. The good guys are trying to get truth out, just just to people, not, not even to Americans, to the world, truth out to the world. And you've got bad guys out here. Yes, I'm I'm calling them bad guys. I'm calling them evil. They're 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 evil because they're in this move and in this play to suppress the truth. Now. Go back and listen to the podcast. Malcolm and McCullough pulsed. uh, And McCullough cites this guy's reasons for retracting this paper. And, you know, he gives his list of reasons, but he doesn't support the claim. (laughs) Not a single uh, uh, claim is supported by this guy. He's just, you know, we're, we're pulling it for this reason and we think this and it's because of this. And he offers zero support. Uh, And it's, it's flabbergasting to to me. It's, I'm not shocked by it. I'm not surprised by it. This is what they do. They just say, yeah, we're doing it for this reason. You know, but that reason then has has zero support. There's no, um, there's no evidence. There's no rationale there's zero logic i wish they'd just come out and say we don't want you to read this because it's true and so we're pulling it that's why i mean that's why we're retracting it just be honest with us but when i guess when you're when it's your objective to suppress the truth you can't be honest about it i mean people want the truth it's what they want i said the other day truth has a liberating quality about it uh, the the bible says the the truth will set you free it it'll 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 offer it offers freedom to you it has a liberating quality it when we learn the truth about something it um it liberates it sets us free it 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 fills our hearts and minds with wisdom about that thing now the ancients so mm, i didn't really want to get into this a little bit but i'm going to have to dive into it here so we uh here we are very much involved in the classical education, and a classical education is an education that used to be. It's an education that pursues uh, things that are true, things that are good, things that are beautiful. It's an education that is after wisdom. Um, that you know, that's what we're about here. We're about a classical education. We're about pursuing truth. The ancients had a had a particular way of looking at at truth. Umakus of Garasa. All right. He is um, you know, he's one of the the mathematician ancients that that those in classical education look to. All right. Listen to what he says here. The ancients who, under the leadership of Pythagoras, first made science systematic, defined philosophy as the love of wisdom, so as to apply to the knowledge and comprehension of reality, and calling the knowledge of the truth and this the only wisdom. All right, there, there was a, a pursuit of truth that the ancients were after, and a classical education revisits that pursuit of truth. This quote here is kind of, I I mean, you almost have to read it a couple of times. The ancients who, under the leadership of Pythagoras, first made science systematic, defined philosophy as the love of wisdom. That was their definition of of philosophy. Uh, You know, Philo and, um, you know, Philia is it, uh, is love, you know. Philadelphia is the city of brotherly love. Uh, Sophia is is wisdom. So you have philosophy. You know, you have these two words, love and wisdom, tied up in this word philosophy. Uh, the ancients held together what we moderns often separate, namely the seemingly subjective quality of love the often objectified idea of of truth. However, the ancients understood that it is not enough merely to possess wisdom, as if one could in fact possess knowledge purely, objectively, or dispassionately. One must actually love it and pursue it from the soul. Truth and wisdom. One must actually love it and pursue it from the soul. And there are people out there today in the world that whether they're involved in a classical education or not, they, they long for this. They, they, they long for truth. They long for wisdom. Uh, they, they love it. And deep down inside in their heart, they want to pursue it because we want to know truth. Humanity wants to know truth. Uh, you know and I I said the other day that yes, we are in we are in a mental health crisis amongst the, the teen population. and it's my it's my contention that the the, the crisis is because our, our teens are not receiving truth. But all of society isn't receiving truth. You go back and listen to that podcast with Malcolm and McCullough, and you're going to have to probably just replay it a couple of times and just let it soak in. Um, you know, Malcolm said he would dive into that into that topic again on Viewpoint uh, this Sunday. I encourage you to listen. Listen to Viewpoint. Uh, you know, I'm going to be listening to, to, to Viewpoint because... Uh, it, truth is being suppressed, my friends, and um, there is there has got to be something that rises up in us that that says enough is enough. We're not going to allow truth to be suppressed anymore, and truth has to get out. It's it, it it's got to get out, and, and and one of the ways truth can get out is by you sharing this platform, but by you sharing podcasts and articles and shows from americaoutloud.news because this platform is interested in truth i'm interested in truth we're we're interested in truth but there is a, there's a group of individuals out there that for whatever reason i don't know what the reason is they're they're interested they would rather suppress the truth and maybe it's for their own personal power uh, you know maybe it's for their own personal gain uh you know that that answer makes sense to me I don't know uh I don't know and you know part of me wants to say I don't care why but I, you know we probably should care why because w- once you get to the why you can learn a lot of things um it, you know the ancients referred to truth as wisdom that that's what they were uh that they felt that that's that's what made them them wise if they could pursue and go after things that are true not not lies, not falsehoods, not um not manipulation, not um you know not they, that, that's why philosophy was was such a big deal to the ancients because they they were they were in search of wisdom. They wanted to go after things that are true. And I'm and I I'm telling you that people still want that. The people in society still want that, not only in America, but uh, all over the world. And I know we have, uh, you know, the America Out Loud platform has listeners from all over the world. And this is a worldwide phenomenon that people want truth. Why do you think we want truth? Do you think it has anything to do with the fact, and I I call it a fact, that we uh, were created in the image of a superior being, that we were created in the image of God, who is truth? He is truth. Doesn't it make sense that, that being made in his image, that we have this desire and longing to know truth, to know what is true? And you've got these intelligent men and women, these intelligent doctors here that are that have published this paper full of truths, fully sourced, peer-reviewed. But because it goes against the narrative of, of what the elites want, then the elites are gonna pull it off the platform. The the elites are like, uh-uh, no, we we don't we don't want this out there because this. This is not the the narrative we want to deliver. This is this is not our truth. Okay, this is, your truth might be different from from my truth. That is not a thing. Truth is truth. Okay, you don't get to have a truth, and I don't get to have a, a completely different truth. Truth is it's it's foundational. It's what things are built upon, and you you're either built upon rock or you're built upon sand. Uh, you know let's go back to the book of Matthew you you know, the, the house that's built on rock is going to withstand the storm the house that's built on shifting sand is going to collapse okay truth is foundational it's that rock uh, okay it's that it's that firm foundation uh, and there are lies that are that are being that are being told to us on a regular basis but we're tired of it we're tired of the lies. We want the truth. All right. So just share the programs. Share the programs here. Uh, You know, when you find truth, share it. When you find truth, don't stop talking about it. And, and, you know, your values are included in that. Because guess what? The things that you value as a human are probably true. They're probably true. You value life okay I, I, I mean there, there's some truth there you value liberty you, you know talk about your inalienable rights and the ones you value do you do you value that that you have the ability to defend yourself you talk about it I don't want to get political I mean that, that, that statement isn't for this audience if you're listening to this program you probably don't mind getting political but it's not political when it's your values, all right, maybe it's things that that are in the constitution and people think it's political. Uh-uh. It's it's your values, it's rights given to you by God. God gave them to you. They're from God. You know, we have to whisper that because uh, you know, well, you know, there, there is no God. God didn't give you anything. No, no, what what you have is because of of us, us elites. And therefore, we're gonna we're gonna retract this paper. We're going to pull this information. I mean, um, how dare you say the vaccines are not safe and not effective? Well, they are. But yet, you know, this this paper goes to show that. Uh, I'm just telling you, go to the podcast, listen to the podcast, um, Malcolm and McCullough this week on Pulsed. I think it was from Wednesday, uh, I, I think. We you know, I just I I don't want to repeat myself to the point where it's you know, okay, we get it, Dean. We get it. But truth is in a short supply because it's being suppressed. It's it, it's it's being it's being suppressed on on purpose. We're, we're being told lies on purpose. I've got and it's not just, my friends. It's not just education. I talk about it from the standpoint of education. It's not just education, obviously. Uh, you know, I've referenced this this podcast with with Malcolm and, and McCullough. It's it's medical. It's it's legal. It's edu- educational. I mean, pick a sphere. All right, just arts and entertainment, and pick anything, anything that culture has to offer, and you and you. If you look long and hard enough, you're going to see truth being suppressed in that in that sphere, in, in that mountain, as uh, you know our friend Lance Walnow uh, refers to it as, and others. Uh, you know we have spheres of influence, or we have these mountains. Lance refers to the seven mountains, and you can look in every every mountain, including the. Uh, the church mountain and you can see truth being suppressed it is uh it, you know the the epidemic that we're under is an epidemic of the oppression of truth all right <clears throat> i am uh <laughs> man i'm up against it i'm 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 a little long here in this segment let's take a break we'll pick it up on the other side you're listening to the dean's list on america out loud talk radio
1: Cholesterol, blood pressure, blood sugar, inflammation, and weight. These are all real-world problems that 87% of Americans are struggling with. Often, there are no symptoms, but left unattended, we become inundated with one health problem after another. It's time to fight back with Heal Right. Heal right is a bar that you eat, but it's food as medicine that addresses the nutritional root cause of health issues in just eight weeks developed by world-renowned scientists and backed by 15 years of research. Heal right is effective, but it's also delicious and works without additional diet or lifestyle changes. Step out of the statistics and use food as medicine. Visit healright.com outloud or americaoutloud.shop and use the code OUTLOUD for 20% off. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced nutrition company Healthy Cell created Immune SuperBoost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune SuperBoost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea.
0: back to the Dean's List. I'm Dean Bowen. You're listening to America Out Loud Talk Radio. You can find us here Monday through Friday at the 2 p.m. Eastern time slot. We are happy to have you on board in whatever way you are listening, whether it be on the on the app or uh, maybe you're listening at americaoutloud.news on the world-class media Player. Or maybe you're listening in iHeartRadio. It matters not. Uh, we are happy and grateful that you are listening. Congratulations on being one of the smart ones, because this is where smart people go to get their news and information. Yep. And I'm happy to be a part of it. And I'm happy that 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 you're here. I'm, I'm happy that you're engaged. I'm happy that you're listening. Uh, I know you are. I hear from you. I know you're listening. <laughs> Uh, so thank you for doing it. Thank you for for being a part of it. All right, um, I, I mentioned in the in the in the first segment that the ancients believed that wisdom is directed at comprehending reality. The comprehension of reality—that's what they believed—really was what was the heart of of wisdom. Uh, and and they believed that in reality, what was truth? That that's what they were going after they 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 longed for truth you know you want truth uh, it's something that's that's ingrained in us now i want to read a paragraph to you from a book entitled the liberal arts tradition a philosophy of christian classical education don't be thrown by the word liberal okay this is not uh, liberal in the political sense all right, it's it's liberal in in the sense of uh, philosophy and the philosophy of, of Christian classical education. Uh, these two guys that have written this book, uh, Clark and Jane, they're uh, they're just there's something else uh, in a good way. They really are, and this this book is a fantastic read. Listen to this paragraph. All right. I'm, I don't know if I'm even going to be able to get through the paragraph, really. One of the central features of Plato's vision for education was the belief in a transcendent reality. Now, don't get thrown off by the word transcendent. Uh, all right. Let, let's just, uh, I'm, I'm not going to take the time to define everything, but just stay with me here. One that can truly be known and at some level is intimately bound up in our knowledge of everything else. All right, so this is what this is what they they believed. This was Plato's vision for education. That there is a, a truth that can be known and it's bound up in our knowledge of everything. All right, it's 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 ingrained in us. It's in our DNA. All right, there is a truth out there we can know it. And it's literally bound up in, in everything. This is, uh, I think this is an important concept to grasp, because it's really who we are. If we think about it, there is there is truth that is to be known, and it's in everything. And we have this desire to know it. All right, back to the text. There is truth, and it is knowable. In Plato's day, however, there appeared a number of itinerant superstar teachers known ironically as the Sophists. Now, it, it's ironic because uh, Sophist uh, is Greek for the wise ones. Uh, all right, so you've got these people out there, and they're, you know, they're superstar teachers. Yeah, you know, everyone knows their name. We don't remember them now today, thankfully. Um uh, you know but but in the day they were just they were out there killing it. Everybody knew them. They were the superstars. But uh, you know they were they were ironically they were sophists, they were wise. They peddled their lessons, however, for profit. They were not interested in in sharing truth for truth's sake. They weren't interested in sharing wisdom and knowledge for the sake of wisdom and knowledge. No, 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 no. They did it for a profit. They realized, oh, okay, I'm a superstar. People want to hear what I have to say, and I bet they'll pay to hear it. This is a good chance for me to make some money. Now, uh, I've referenced already the, the the Pulsed episode this week. That Malcolm and McCullough did, and and it, it, I'm reminded that during uh, the first segment, McCullough says to Malcolm, "Follow the money. It just if you follow the money, you can see where this is going." And then, of course, Malcolm, uh, you know, he um, he starts talking about how how filthy money is and how it's just appalling to him that people would sell out just for money. That that we would sell out and ignore the truth just for money but that is not um that is not uh, I I guess I'll I don't want to call it an, an epidemic that's not a situation that is um that that's only happening today Th- that is a situation that's been happening for all of time and uh you know Plato and Aristotle. In their writings, you know, they refer to the sophists, and the sophists are only out for money. They're not going to tell you the truth, you know, for the sake of truth. They're talking and flapping their gums because there's money involved. So, look around right now. Just who's talking and flapping their gums because they're getting money for it? It, it, You know, I'm not going to start naming names you're thinking of people already. I know you are. I, I can see the wheels are turning. And this is radio. Uh, you know, I, I know there's there's names coming to your mind right now. And you know, the only reason they're out there talking is because somebody is funding them. Uh, you know, the Gates Foundation, McCullough calls out the Gates Foundation, Bill Gates several times in that podcast. It reminds me of my conversation with Alex Newman from a couple of weeks ago where Alex talked about uh you know John Dewey instituting this whole idea of of communism and and socialism and, and 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 marxism into the education system and that doesn't happen unless there is big money backing him and there was uh in his book Alex Newman details the foundations the Rockefeller uh it, it wasn't it didn't go by the name Rockefeller but Rockefeller Foundation, it was some type of educational board governing something or other. I don't remember the name of it, quite frankly, but Rockefeller money was behind it. He talked about the the Carnegie Endowment being behind it. He talked about the Ford Foundation being behind it and this big money you know pushing this this agenda, pushing this idea, pushing this notion uh, that that we don't want. Students to come out of schools as as free thinking individuals. We want them to be worker bees. We want them to be worker drones. Go to the factory, uh, you know, do our bidding. You know, we want them to be able to follow instructions, do what we ask them to do, uh, because there's money to be made. Yeah, you know, we don't we don't want you know philosophers. We don't want preachers. We don't want physicians. We don't want attorneys. You know, you know, we 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 got enough of of those guys. You know, we, we have enough statesmen. We have enough thinkers. We need workers. And this is what the money was producing. So follow the money today. I mean, the, the sophists back in in, in Plato's day, they, they did it for money. Follow the money today. Uh, you know, there are people out there, unfortunately, as Malcolm said a couple of days ago, unfortunately, there are people out there who are willing to sell their souls they are willing to sell out their fellow human because there's going to be some money involved. All right, Uh, back to my text. It was no different then as it is today. They, They peddled their lessons for profit. So they, the sophists, doubted that the existence of truth, goodness, or beauty was possible, or at least that knowledge of such things was possible Ah that's not that's not possible that you know Plato and and, and Aristotle and, and Socrates they believe yes truth is knowable truth is out there we can go after it. the Sophists were like, yeah I mean I mean you know probably not um uh, you know we, we doubt the existence of this stuff. Uh, and even if it does exist we we can't know it that's not possible. So, like many of their academic counterparts today, they taught that truth varies with individual perspectives that are bound to culture and historical situations. No different today. Back then, they were teaching, what's your truth? I mean, your truth, you know, based upon, uh, you know, based upon your situation. Uh, you know, based upon your perspective, based upon your, your cultural and historical identity, based upon your historical and cultural situation. I mean, it's just, truth is relative. What do you think Is What's your truth telling you? It, it's no different. It's just, today we're getting a rehash of what we've been getting for years and years and years. This is the the truth suppressing agenda. I mean, this is it right here. This this is how the truth is suppressed. All right, back to my text. They argued, the sophists argued that justice is the will of the strong and wisdom is simply skill in winning arguments. All right, whoever is the strongest, they're going to decide what justice looks like. Hmm. Yeah, what, what, does that sound familiar to you? Uh, whoever has the power, they're going to determine justice. Okay, what what are we living in right now, in this moment? We're, we're living in a two-tiered justice system. You're watching it unfold before your very eyes, because the strong, the people in power, they're going to determine what justice is. They're going to decide who gets hauled in before the judge and who doesn't. And then, you know, they're going to decide, okay, here's what the judge is is going to determine. Uh, I, you know, we, we all of us, all of us with a brain are flabbergasted. I, you know, all of us with a brain and that brain is being used. I guess I'll put it that way because humans have brains. But not all brains are, are are being used. You know, some brains are just sitting there. So some brains are just, you know, they're just collecting dust. They're just, you know, used, they're just sitting around in a storage facility. Some craniums should be rented out just as storage facilities. All right. So those of us with a brain that's being used and we see, regardless of what you think of Donald Trump, you see what he's going through. And and then you look and you see, you know, what what is not happening to the biden family and you just have to sit and scratch your head and you don't have to scratch your head for long before you realize oh okay all right i i get it i see what's happening here those in control those with the power are going to determine you know what justice is uh and and, and then uh, you know wisdom it's just it's just a skill in and winning arguments. You're considered wise if you have a skill in winning an argument. And today that skill in in winning an argument from the left is, you know, it's not really a skill uh, as much as it is, you know, just keep repeating the same lie over and over and over and over. And eventually you'll wear them down. If you just repeat the same lie over and over and over, eventually they'll just start nodding their heads and saying, okay, I guess that's the way it is. Uh, you know, and, and, and this is why you've got groups that have to pull down McCullough's paper from the platform. Because people can't be reading that. You know, people can't be hearing about that. You know, because that goes against the lie that we were being repeated over and over and over and over. Uh, can't have that. It's in this climate, this climate right here, this climate that we're living in and this climate back in the day. It's in this climate that Socrates and Plato after him sought to explain how a transcendent and unchanging reality could lie behind our judgment of what is true, of what is good and what is beautiful. Philosophy was the pursuit of this understanding that that there is actually a reality and this reality actually lies behind our judgments that this reality actually determines uh, what is true what's good what's beautiful um and, and this this wisdom is directed at the at the comprehension of knowing what this reality is uh, you, you, you know what Reality right now for many is upside down. It is upside down when you've got, um, you know, when you've got boys that are allowed to play on on girls basketball teams because we have to be inclusive to everybody. Now, I'm sorry, but that is an upside down reality. You know, I'm, I'm looking at. I've got an article here in my. And my staff. Where is this? Here it is. Here it is. High school girls basketball game ended in a forfeit at halftime after three girls suffered injuries in a matchup against a team that included a male player who's six feet tall and has facial hair. <laughs> but this is this is our reality, All right? This is not, my friends. This is not reality. This is make believe. This is pretend. The coach of a Massachusetts high school team, Collegiate Charter School of Lowell, ended the game early against Kip Academy after numerous injuries. Uh, the charter school said that, um, yeah, that th- this was a report that came from the charter school after the uh, after the game was over. The bench was already depleted going into the game with the 12-player roster having four players unable to play. So they've only got eight players available to them. When the coach saw three girls go down in the first half, leaving him with five players, he made a call to end the game early. You know, I, I get it. You've only got, you know, five eligible players on your team. Once the third was injured, the coach said, the remaining five expressed concern to him about continuing to play. The players feared getting injured and not being able to compete in the playoffs. The school added that it supports the coach's decision to call the game, notably emphasizing its commitment to inclusivity and equity. All right. So, you know, while they're all about their coach calling the game because the other team, the other girls basketball team has a six foot, you know, man playing, Yet the yet at the same time they say, but we we get it. You know, the other team wants to be inclusive. You know, they 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 want equity. It's okay that they have a boy playing, even though our, our three of our girls have been injured. I mean, we're gonna call the game, we're gonna forfeit because we don't want any any more of our girls to be injured, but we're we're perfectly fine with that with that behemoth out there playing. Because it's all about inclusivity. It's it's all about it's all about equity. All right, this is the charter school saying this, who, who forfeited the game because their girls are getting injured. The charter school supports this decision and reiterates its values of both inclusivity and safety for all students. All right, You, you can't have it both ways. You can't have safety for all of the female athletes out there playing and still have inclusivity, meaning we'll allow the boys to play. You can't. And so that's why they're going to forfeit the game because they want safety and yet they want inclusivity. The only way you can have both is if you don't play the game. That's how you get both. There's no game. All right. We want the girls to be safe and we want the boys to feel included who want to be a girl. They want to dress up like a girl and play on the girls team and so uh in order to have to have that coexist then we can't play the game because the girls have to be safe and, and, and the does this make sense to you? you no know, this doesn't this doesn't make sense to anybody who has a uh, and uh, mm, to anybody who has a thinking brain between their ears this makes no sense. There is no reality here, all right. And you know, Socrates, Aristotle, Plato, Plato, and and not the kind that you you know can can mold and shape. These these gentlemen believed that that we we there was a reality that we could know, and it was this reality that uh, would support our judgments of what's true. All right. So listen, we, there is a reality out there. I'm just going to use this this example here, since I, you know, I've talked about this this basketball game. There was a biological reality, and there is truth that this reality can deliver to us. And the truth of the reality is that if you have an X Y, you're a boy. If you have two X's, you're a girl, and it's that biological makeup. Which creates in us, uh, all right. It it creates in us our 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 physical structure. It creates in us our frame. It, you know, there are certain hormones that are produced, you know, from the X Y, and certain hormones produced from from the double X, and it's what it's what makes us male, and it's what makes us female. This is this is a reality, and we can know this, and there's truth here, and and it's it's the truth of this reality, which should. Form and and base our judgments uh and, when, and you have two two schools coming together and, and you have one school needing to, to forfeit the basketball game at halftime because they want their girls to be safe but at the same time uh understand the the other team wants to be you know inclusive and let the man play you know you you want to have both that is that's not reality. That is uh that's stupidity. All right. We are exchanging reality for stupidity. And that's what we that's what we've come to. Right, and this is why, this is why, right here, that this group can think they can suppress the truth so easily, because there's so much stupidity running amok. We're surrounded by stupidity. I mean, everywhere you look, you look to your right, you look to your left. What do you see? Oh, there's stupidity. We're surrounded by it course they can think they can suppress the truth and get away with it. All right. I am long again in this segment. We're up against the break. Let's pause. We'll pick it up on the other side. You're listening to The Dean's List on America Out Loud Talk Radio.
1: Well, the year 2024 must be the year of the Patriot and AmericaOutloud.news will equip you with all the information you need to give new meaning to the words Patriot Act for our actions always ultimately define our words. Now is our time, my fellow Americans. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. Got time for a nasal invasion, messing up your lifestyle. Crush those nasties before they become a problem. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order with the coupon code OutLoud, you'll receive 20% off the entire purchase. Go to AmericaOutLoud.shop, that's AmericaOutLoud.shop, and use coupon code OutLoud. Use Cofix RX because it works.
0: I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. back to the Dean's List. I'm Dean Bone. You are listening to America Out Loud Talk Radio. I went a little long on those uh, two segments, so I, I don't have a lot of time here. Dreads. All right. Uh, th- th- this quote, uh, wisdom is directed at the comprehension of reality. This quote from the ancients uh, is interesting that wisdom is is rooted in reality, but it's rooted at the comprehension of reality. That word comprehension is a very important word because I don't know that we're comprehending reality. You know when when you have a girls' basketball game and and one of the teams has a has a six foot man player on the team with facial hair injuring females on the opposing team and you have to forfeit the game for the safety of your girls but also understand that because of equity and inclusion you know the boy needs to play in the girls team i don't know that we have a comprehension of reality the reality that we're living in is upside down and people don't comprehend it they they think it's absolutely normal that it's that this is the reality that men need to play on the women's athletic teams And if the women are getting hurt, well, we'll just stop the game. But we have to include the the men. You know, when an actual reality rooted in wisdom would be, hey, the, the boy's got his own basketball team to play on. And maybe he's not good enough to play on that team. And so he's got to play on the girls team. You know what? Get good enough. Put some work and some effort into it and get good enough. And, um, if, and if you're not good enough, then go do something else. But don't play on the girls team. Well, he he's not good enough and he's not going to get a scholarship to, to college. Okay, so he's going to get a scholarship to college as a girl? I mean, maybe to some, some, there's probably some school out there that would take him as a female. Uh, but this, so this is the reality that we're in. And we, uh, the question is, do we even comprehend it? I mean, you do. I know you comprehend it. Ah, this, um, you know, there is a truth. And then this truth is knowable. I mean, there are some families that are interested in in knowing it. There are some people that are making their voices, or there is a, a story here out of uh, Minneapolis, the St. Louis Park School in suburban Minneapolis. Uh, Last October, uh, the Aquila Elementary School principal, Maria Graver, rejected uh, an opt-out. Some of these parents, uh, these religious-minded parents, these pesky religious parents, in this case, they're uh, Muslims, uh, you know, but they're pesky, you know, because they, they have their religion and and they don't want their kids to learn about homosexuality because that's not part of their religion. And and they wanted their children to opt out of, of some of the reading. Listen to the reading. Um, here are some of the books that uh, children are reading starting in the second grade. Uh, the list includes... My Shadow is Pink. If you've not heard about this book, it is about a gender non-conforming boy who wears a dress. Uh, all right. My Shadow is Pink is about a boy who who does not want to be a boy and he decides he wants to wear a dress. This is second grade reading. Uh, another book is called Our Subway Baby. This is based on the true story of an unmarried gay couple adopting an abandoned baby, second grade reading, and a Hananai hula warrior, which celebrates non-binary identity. So uh, these th- these are the books that, that are in second grade here in this, in this elementary school. And these parents, uh, these Muslim parents requested to opt out. They didn't want their children reading these books. Uh, one of the, um, uh, the the Muslim family said their third, fourth, and fifth grade child told them in October their English teachers were using uh, the LGBTQ books. You no, know, at least one lesson happened the previous school year. So apparently, it's even happening in previous years, and the parents were unaware of it the readings were accompanied by the teacher's commentary about what it means to be LGBTQ, right? These are elementary students. Uh, The students were required to write about Honanai in one class. And the letter said the no exemption practice. uh, Oh, this is, this is the attorney letter saying that if you're not going to allow our parents to be exempt, you're violating the first amendment because the school uh, principal, Maria Graver, rejected the, the opt-out request. And do d- you want to know why she rejected? Of course you want to know why. Well, here it comes. She rejected it because, quote, uh, because of the large number of requests that would come in. Mm. No, I mean, I, I, if I if I let you opt out, everybody in the school is going to want to opt out. We can't have that. Because we're just going to be overwhelmed with a large number of requests of people to opt out. So nobody can opt out. What does that tell you? If this principal knows a large number of opt-out requests are going to to, to come through the floodgates, then she knows parents in the community don't want this. The school board has to know parents in the community, they don't want this. Um. Uh, In one of the school board members, there's a video of this. I just, I didn't want to take time to play it, but the school board member is complaining that parents don't want these books because this particular school board member, well, she's married to a woman and and they have a son and, and the son, you know, he should be proud about his family upbringing and they should be able to talk about this stuff. Uh, You know, and she's, she's crying and, you know, people don't care about us and this is mean and cruel and, I'm so disappointed. And look, I'm not trying to make fun of her. You know, have the life you're going to have. But just because you have that life doesn't mean that uh, you, we have to have books about it in, in elementary classrooms. I mean, talk about it to your son. Have books about it at your house. Let your son read it. You, you know, but why Why do the other families have to be exposed to it when it does not align with their beliefs? Okay, they're not out with with um torches and, and and pitchforks at your house but it doesn't line up with their beliefs so they don't want, they don't want their kids to be to, to be uh involved in it they don't want their kids to be reading about it I mean that's why we don't have the Bible in public schools anymore right because seven eight nine people were upset that their children were learning about the Bible and, and why, at that point in time, the entire country, for the most part, wanted to learn about the Bible. But you had, you know, a handful of people that were upset because their kids were exposed to the Bible. So we don't have the Bible anymore. It's, it's, it's the reversal now. Uh, are we comprehending this reality? Okay. That's the question. Second graders... Uh, I mean, it's. I don't think second graders should be reading a book called "My Shadow Is Pink," you know, about a boy who wants to to dress up like a girl. Okay, uh, he, here is the reading list for our second graders here at Waterbrook. They they're, they're reading Charlotte's Web. They are reading the Magic Paintbrush. They're 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 reading uh, the, a, a Christmas Carol they're reading how the camel got his hump they're reading peter pan they're reading sign of the beaver oh oh you know what else is on the list the emperor's new clothes you talk about the the, the meaning and the moral behind the emperor's new clothes that's what our second graders are getting because in second grade it's not too early to 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 get them to comprehend That there are people that will say just about anything, whether it's the truth or not. And my friends, that's the reality that we're living in. This is the reading list, second grade in a classical school, in a classical Christian school. That's what the kids are getting. And and, and it's my opinion that this needs to be the reading list across the country and not My Shadow is Pink. Um... uh, All right. So, but people are starving for truth. They're starving for it. And we understand there is a hierarchy that is hell-bent on suppressing it. And our objective here, friends, is to not allow the truth to be suppressed. Speak it loudly. Speak it clearly. Speak it concisely. Share your values. Share the importance of Little children reading good, wholesome literature, classical, rich literature. I had a parent come in the other day and in, and she's looking at, you know, leaving the public school and, and having her, her son enroll here. He's an elementary student. And I said, why? You know, I, I just, I want to know, why are you interested in coming here? And she said, I just, uh, he, he, he needs a deeper, richer education. But parents want this they're they're thirsty and they're hungry for truth. And friends, we're out to give it. We are out to uh, uh, release the floodgates and and let truth flow and let it prevail. Uh, I encourage you, go back, listen to the the pulsed episode with uh, Malcolm and and McCullough. you know, get the information on that paper. you know, find the paper, read the paper. Uh, you know, truth needs uh, it needs to be shared. Share this program share programs and articles on the network, on, on America Out Loud. It's important that we that we get loud and that we get loud with the truth, not just to get loud, to, to get in people's faces, but to start sharing truth because that's what people are starving for. and That's what they're craving. All right. Uh, I hope you had a fantastic week. That's all the time we have for today. Have a fantastic weekend. Encourage your friends and family to get on the Dean's List. Let's unite to renovate the age.